The New Mutants just dropped a new teaser, but when is this movie actually coming out? Ah, The New Mutants. By this point, New Mutants feels like one of the unluckiest films in history. Set in 20th Century Fox's X-Men Cinematic Universe, The New Mutants would have been one of the very few superhero horror movies, as it follows the eponymous New Mutants from the X-Men comics, facing all manner of horrific evils like a demonic bear, all while being monitored inside a psychiatric facility. But so far, the scariest thing about this movie is that it seems to always have a release date, but never actually come out. Ooh. Now, the first trailer for this beleaguered superhero flick dropped way back in 2017 with a planned release date of April 13th, 2018. That was pushed to February 2018 to avoid Deadpool 2's release, then that was pushed to August 2019 to avoid X-Men Dark Phoenix's release, and then Disney acquired Fox and the film was once more pushed, this time to April 2020. And spoiler alert, we missed that one too, but through no fault of their own, rather because there's a global pandemic. But still, this movie just can't catch a break. Currently, the film is set to come out on August 28th, 2020, but let's be honest, that doesn't seem likely because theaters aren't going to reopen in a big way by then either. But that doesn't mean that Marvel and Disney have given up on this movie, oh no. This week, a brand new New Mutant spot with some new New Mutants footage showed off Anya Taylor-Joy's magic with a K from the comics. Now, notably, the new New Mutant spot did not have a release date attached to the video itself, but the YouTube description still boldly proclaims August 28th, 2020. Now, that new footage was also paired with the announcement of a New Mutants Comic-Con at Home panel on July 23rd that'll feature writer-director Josh Boone, as well as stars Maisie Williams, who plays Wolfsbane, Stranger Things' Charlie Heaton, who plays Cannonball, and the aforementioned Anya Taylor-Joy as Magic with a K. Fingers crossed this panel will finally give us some answers once and for all about when and where the film will be released. Because we have a theory that this panel could actually be the perfect setup to give the film a surprise streaming release on either Disney Plus or Hulu as soon as the panel ends. Now, we know this is a bit thin, but demon bear with us. It's possible that as soon as the Comic-Con at Home panel ends, we're going to be able to watch the movie immediately from the comfort of our own homes on Disney Plus or Hulu if the film is a little too spicy for the more family-friendly Disney Plus platform. Now, as you may recall, Netflix and Bad Robot made headlines with the surprise release of The Cloverfield Paradox, which was announced during the 2018 Super Bowl and then was immediately available to stream following the big game. It was a surprise marketing move that ensured that that movie went immediately viral. Previously, rumors had been swirling alleging that New Mutants was just going to get dumped onto Hulu following Disney's Fox acquisition. While that didn't come to pass and the April 2020 release date was offered instead, no one could have anticipated just how weird 2020 was actually going to be. Plus, the X-Men are kind of back in the zeitgeist right now. Fox's X-Men movies are finally on Disney+, Plus, complete with Hugh Jackman's bare butt. What happened to your clothes? My Oh. And 20th anniversary X-Men film action figures are dropping this year as well. Honestly, the sooner New Mutants comes out, the sooner Marvel Studios head honcho Kevin Feige can close the book on Fox's X-Men and move forward with folding the Merry Mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe proper. Now, again, this is just speculation on our part, but it feels like this could be exactly what the movie needs to turn Josh Boone's film into a boon for Disney, Marvel, and audiences alike. It would be a fun, triumphant end to this year's-long saga. Because if that isn't the case, the panel what? They're going to give us yet another delayed release date and spark a new wave of memes and dunks? Do they really want to go through that song and dance with us again? Luckily, we won't have to wait too long to see if we're right or wrong. The New Mutants Comic-Con at Home panel will debut Thursday, July 23rd, and you better believe we're going to be watching it. 
But what do you folks think? Could we be in store for a surprise release of the New Mutants? What else could we learn at the New Mutants Comic Con at Home panel? Let's discuss in the comments below, and for all the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, be sure to head to Nerdist.com. You know, one of the biggest and longest running bits of drama going on in the world of film over the past going on three years is the tale of New Mutants. New Mutants with a bunch of kids, young X-Men kids, that by the time this movie opens, they will be bringing their grandchildren to the premiere. It has been a long time. It is supposed to open at the end of August. I wouldn't hold my breath. I don't think <laughs> it's going to open at the end of August. However, at the upcoming virtual Comic-Con, we've got a, we're going to have a panel for New Mutants where I'm going to guess they're going to announce a delay in the date again. But they also dropped like a, a little bit under a minute teaser, a new teaser for the New Mutants. Now, listen, I have enjoyed what I have seen coming out of New Mutants so far. I, I've liked what we've seen and I'm excited to see it. This little teaser was the best piece of marketing they have put out to date. It And it was short. But I feel like in this one like 50-second teaser, we got more of an understanding of what the story's kind of about. We definitely got some bigger highlight moments and flashes of excitement in it and all that kind of, and everything else. I got to tell you, Rob, I saw this little spot and I thought it was just fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And my anticipation level, which was already fairly big, for this movie has just gone up a few more notches. Rob, I know you had a chance to see this little teaser. What did you think of it? Uh, I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I'm very, very, very excited for this movie. We've been talking about it for a long time. The fact that they're adapting the Demon Bear storyline when Bill Sienkiewicz moved over and started drawing New Mutants. I mean, it's one of my favorite... It's one of my favorite memories of reading X-Men comics from my youth. And the fact that they chose to focus on that proved to me that they knew what they were doing. And every time, like the first time we saw Ilyana Rasputin with the Soul Sword, which was in the last trailer, I'm like, in. And this one, even though it was quick, dude, it just, it, it looks exactly like what I wanted from this movie. And just <laughs> give it to me, John. Give it to me. Why can't I have this? I, I You know, I, everything else is, we get everything else. I just want this. Please give this to me. Give it to me now. Yeah. And again, we're supposed to be getting it in August. You know, a lot of people speculated that it was going to drop on Disney Plus, but I, but I don't believe it can drop on Disney Plus. I think if it goes to streaming, the first place it's got to go is to HBO. And if, but Disney doubled down. They say, nope, we're committed to this movie. They gave it a new theatrical release date. I, I, I'm not even sure we're going to get it in 2020. I think it might get pushed to 2021, but I, I mean, who knows? We'll find out at this Comic-Con panel that they're going to, this virtual Comic-Con panel they're going to do, and we'll find out. Question for you guys is simply this. What did you think of this little teaser for New Mutants? I thought it was really good. What are your thoughts? Did it increase your excitement for it? Do you think we're even going to get it? Jump down into the comments section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. The New Mutants just dropped a new teaser, but when is this movie actually coming out? Ah, The New Mutants. By this point, New Mutants feels like one of the unluckiest films in history. Set in 20th Century Fox's X-Men Cinematic Universe, The New Mutants would have been one of the very few superhero horror movies, as it follows the eponymous New Mutants from the X-Men comics, facing all manner of horrific evils like a demonic bear, all while being monitored inside a psychiatric facility. But so far, the scariest thing about this movie is that it seems to always have a release date, but never actually come out. 
Ooh. Now, the first trailer for this beleaguered superhero flick dropped way back in 2017 with a planned release date of April 13th, 2018. That was pushed to February 2018 to avoid Deadpool 2's release, then that was pushed to August 2019 to avoid X-Men Dark Phoenix's release, and then Disney acquired Fox and the film was once more pushed, this time to April 2020. And spoiler alert, we missed that one too, but through no fault of their own, rather because there's a global pandemic. But still, this movie just can't catch a break. Currently, the film is set to come out on August 28th, 2020, but let's be honest, that doesn't seem likely because theaters aren't going to reopen in a big way by then, either. But that doesn't mean that Marvel and Disney have given up on this movie, oh no. This week, a brand new New Mutant spot with some new New Mutants footage showed off Anya Taylor-Joy's magic with a K from the comics. Now, notably, the new New Mutant spot did not have a release date attached to the video itself, but the YouTube description still boldly proclaims August 28th, 2020. Now, that new footage was also paired with the announcement of a New Mutants Comic-Con at Home panel on July 23rd that'll feature writer-director Josh Boone, as well as stars Maisie Williams, who plays Wolfsbane, Stranger Things' Charlie Heaton, who plays Cannonball, and the aforementioned Anya Taylor-Joy as Magic with a K. Fingers crossed this panel will finally give us some answers once and for all about when and where the film will be released. Because we have a theory that this panel could actually be the perfect setup to give the film a surprise streaming release on either Disney Plus or Hulu as soon as the panel ends. Now, we know this is a bit thin, but demon bear with us. It's possible that as soon as the Comic-Con at Home panel ends, we're gonna be able to watch the movie immediately from the comfort of our own homes on Disney Plus or Hulu if the film is a little too spicy for the more family-friendly Disney Plus platform. Now, as you may recall, Netflix and Bad Robot made headlines with the surprise release of the Cloverfield Paradox, which was announced during the 2018 Super Bowl and then was immediately available to stream following the big game. It was a surprise marketing move that ensured that that movie went immediately viral. Previously, rumors had been swirling alleging that New Mutants was just going to get dumped onto Hulu following Disney's Fox acquisition. While that didn't come to pass and the April 2020 release date was offered instead, no one could have anticipated just how weird 2020 was actually going to be. Plus, the X-Men are kind of back in the zeitgeist right now. Fox's X-Men movies are finally on Disney+, Plus, complete with Hugh Jackman's bare butt. What happened to your clothes? No. Oh. And 20th anniversary X-Men film action figures are dropping this year as well. Honestly, the sooner New Mutants comes out, the sooner Marvel Studios head honcho Kevin Feige can close the book on Fox's X-Men and move forward with folding the Merry Mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe proper. Now, again, this is just speculation on our part, but it feels like this could be exactly what the movie needs to turn Josh Boone's film into a boon for Disney, Marvel, and audiences alike. It would be a fun, triumphant end to this year's-long saga. Because if that isn't the case, the panel what? They're going to give us yet another delayed release date and spark a new wave of memes and dunks? Do they really want to go through that song and dance with us again? Luckily, we won't have to wait too long to see if we're right or wrong. The new Mutants Comic Con at Home panel will debut Thursday, July 23rd, and you better believe we're going to be watching it. But what do you folks think? Could we be in store for surprise release of the New Mutants? What else could we learn at the New Mutants Comic-Con at Home panel? Let's discuss in the comments below, and for all the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, be sure to head to Nerdist.com. You know, one of the biggest and longest running bits of drama going on in the world of film over the past, going on three years, is the tale of new mutants new mutants with a bunch of kids young x-men kids that by the time this movie opens they will be bringing their grandchildren to the premiere it has been a long time it is supposed to open at the end of august i wouldn't hold my breath 
I don't think <laughs> it's going to open at the end of August. However, at the upcoming virtual Comic-Con, we've got a we're going to have a panel for New Mutants where I'm going to guess they're going to announce a delay in the date again. But they also dropped like a, a little bit under a minute teaser, a new teaser for the New Mutants. Now, listen, I have enjoyed what I have seen coming out of New Mutants so far. I, I've liked what we've seen and I'm excited to see it. This little teaser was the best piece of marketing they have put out to date. It And it was short. But I feel like in this one like 50-second teaser, we got more of an understanding of what the story's kind of about. We definitely got some bigger highlight moments and flashes of excitement in it and all that kind of, and everything else. I got to tell you, Rob, I saw this little spot and I thought it was just fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And my anticipation level, which was already fairly big for this movie, has just gone up a few more notches. Rob, I know you had a chance to see this little teaser. What did you think of it? I'm with you. I, I mean, I, I'm very, very, very excited for this movie. We've been talking about it for a long time. The fact that they're adapting the Demon Bear storyline when Bill Sienkiewicz moved over and started drawing New Mutants. I mean, it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite memories of reading X-Men comics from my youth. And the fact that they chose to focus on that proved to me that they knew what they were doing. And every time, like the first time we saw Liana Rasputin with the soul sword, which was in the last trailer, I'm like in. And this one, even though it was quick, dude, it just, it, it looks exactly like what I wanted from this movie. And just <laughs> give it to me, John. Give it to me. Why can't I have this? I, I you know, I, everything else is, we get everything else. I just want this. Please give this to me. Give it to me now. Yeah, and again, we're supposed to be getting it in August. You know, a lot of people speculated that it was going to drop on Disney Plus, but I, but I don't believe it can drop on Disney Plus. I think if it goes to streaming, the first place it's got to go is to HBO. And if but Disney doubled down, they say, nope, we're committed to this movie. They gave it a new theatrical release date. I, I I'm not even sure we're going to get it in 2020. I think it might get pushed to 2021, but I, I mean, who knows? We'll find out at this Comic-Con panel that they're going to, this virtual Comic-Con panel they're going to do, and we'll find out. Question for you guys is simply this. What did you think of this little teaser for New Mutants? I thought it was really good. What are your thoughts? Did it increase your excitement for it? Do you think we're even going to get it? Jump down into the comments section below and let us know your thoughts. All right, guys. Welcome back, everyone. It's Charlie. This is going to be my new Iron Man video, Marvel Phase 4, the Avengers What If trailer. So we'll break it down. There are a bunch of Easter eggs, and I'll talk about what's going on with Iron Man coming back in the MCU in the twisty ways that they're using to accomplish that. Comic-Con is also happening next week. I'll be doing videos for that, so be sure to subscribe to get all those videos. We'll do a new Amazon giveaway. All you have to do to enter is be a subscriber and let me know how you want them to bring Iron Man back in Marvel Phase 4 without having to bring him back to life. So start at the beginning, number five, everyone wants to know when Iron Man is going to show up in the MCU again and how he'll show up because Kevin Feige, the Russos, the writers of Avengers Endgame have all been pretty clear on the same story point. Iron Man died during Avengers Endgame. They're not going to undo that sacrifice by just bringing him right back to life. Like They're not going to use an Infinity Gauntlet to snap him back to life. So their options for Iron Man appearing in new Marvel movies in the Disney Plus series gets a little sci-fi, a little weird. A while ago, Jeff Goldblum let slip that Iron Man was featured during the Marvel What If series. This is the clip of him talking about that. Um, hey, 
where we're talking about it, in fact, you know, I, I hope so. I love Taika Waititi, he's a great director and a friend of mine. So I hope so, but I played the part again a couple of days ago. I went to the Disney Studios uh, and I recorded the Grand Master's voice for an episode of a show that's gonna be on Disney Plus called What If, where it's an animated version of all the characters we know and love from Marvel. And this episode included the Grand Master and Iron Man, so Robert Downey, will do a voice in that, and uh, Korg, Taika Waititi will do, had already recorded his voice for that. So yeah, I enjoyed for a couple hours, I enjoyed doing that again. So uh, the Grandmaster is, uh, is uh, as well. Based on what Marvel is doing with the What If series on Disney+, Plus, it sounds like they're starting with the multiverse alternate reality explainer as a way to get characters back. That's not the only way they bring Robert Downey Jr. back, but according to Jeff Goldblum, it just seems like it's one of the ways that they're trying to bring him back. Marvel has been pretty open about how the multiverse is so critical to their Marvel Phase 4 stories like Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness, it's literally in the title of that movie. What If was originally just a comic book narrated by the Watcher having fun with the concept what if major comic book battle happened in a different way. Usually it's just one key difference, but that leads to a vastly different outcome. Sometimes it was a monkey's paw situation and things go terribly for whoever the protagonist is, and sometimes it just gets super cool and super weird. The MCU Marvel What If episodes so far, just based on the trailer footage and the episodes they've told us about, are a little more straightforward, at least during season one. So number four, this is what Robert Downey Jr. had to say so far about coming back as Iron Man, and this is him talking about coming back fully in live action MCU movies, like coming back in a big Avengers movie. If you don't remember, this is him talking about this on Joe Rogan, with Joe Rogan trying to get him to come back. Is the door to Iron Man totally closed? Because I don't believe it is. Oh. You guys can go through time now. You can go, there's, there was, you know, you already know. opened up that door. Well, let me ask you the question. If I pick the jersey back up and put it on, wouldn't you feel a little bit like, oh, no. crap? No. Oh. Here's, here's what I think. Right. They go through a few semi-lackluster Avengers <laughs> movies without you. You ready for this? I'm ready. Here's the scene. There's a moment where the world's fate is at stake and they realize they need a super genius. And then they figure out how to restart that time machine. Come on, man. Is that you? The audience sees you when, you when you step out of that thing. Is this your – and can we – you want a little arc on it too? Because if this is your idea, then you got to show up for it too. I'll do it. I'll okay. show up. What do I have to do? I don't know. I'll do whatever I have to do. We all have to do whatever Kevin Feige I'll hold said. hold the thing. I'll hold the clap thing. <laughs> is that, do they still have that? Clap. They do. They I'll do. It's thing. digital. I'll hold that digital thing. <laughs> I'll do it. But the, 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 the way people would freak out if you came back. So the way Robert Downey Jr. makes it sound, he's taking an indefinite hiatus from the big Marvel movies just in general right now. Like Joe Rogan's trying to get him to say yes to coming back because how cool would that be? And Robert Downey Jr. agrees with him like, okay, sure, it would be kind of cool. But in reality, his tone implies it's probably going to be a long time before that happens. But what he's talking about during that conversation is coming back as the main character in a big Avengers-level movie. Like the whole plot of the movie would revolve around him. There's a big difference between that and then bringing Iron Man as a character back in a smaller role in other projects. Because the very first place we're reportedly going to see Iron Man come back in a Marvel movie is actually, if you can believe it, in the Black Widow movie. Reportedly, the way they were bringing him back in the Black Widow movie is because that movie is set in the past right after Captain America Civil War, they were supposed to use some deleted scenes 
from Civil War that they filmed with Robert Downey Jr. in new context with the Black Widow character so it would have felt like brand new scenes but in reality it's really just footage that Robert Downey Jr. shot a long time ago. Number three, the Marvel What If episode that Jeff Goldblum is talking about when he's referencing Iron Man was the Thor Ragnarok episode. Earlier this year, after Jeff Goldblum did this interview, there was a report that came out claiming that he had been mistaken when he was talking about Iron Man being in that Thor Ragnarok episode. But Kevin Feige said that they were doing one What If episode for every single MCU movie, and there are only 10 episodes in season one of the What If series. That's going to start next summer, too, for those of you wondering when the episodes are actually coming. So all the Marvel movies so far won't even be covered till at least season two or season three potentially. So if we're talking about Iron Man, MCU, what if episodes for the three different Iron Man movies, not counting any of the Avengers what if episodes that they'll do for those movies, they just didn't have Robert Downey Jr. under a new contract to come back for the episodes when it was time to announce the series. So it just means that it'll probably be a while before we see the Iron Man Marvel What If episodes and they're just going to hold out to try and get Robert Downey Jr. to come back. Number two, there are a couple major Iron Man What If moments from the movies and the comics that they've teased before in our perfect What If stories. The biggest one being the Avengers Infinity War deleted scene of the Iron Mage in Doctor Stark Sorcerer Supreme. No joke, they actually filmed this scene, but it wound up hitting the cutting room floor during the edit. But during Avengers Infinity War, when Iron Man and Spider-Man go on board Ebony Maw's Q-ship to save Doctor Strange and the Time Stone, what was supposed to happen was Iron Man uses his nano armor to cover Doctor Strange, protecting him from Ebony Maw's needles, and the armor looks like this on him. Notice that instead of the arc reactor in the middle, the armor forms around the Eye of Agamotto in the Time Stone. And when he was like that, they called him the Iron Mage. And after this happened, because Iron Man is defenseless and he was saving Doctor Strange, the Cloak of Levitation, which is sentient, does him a solid, forms around him and levitates Iron Man down to the floor as they both fight off Ebony Maw wearing each other's armor. There was also some footage of this during the trailers that Marvel released before Avengers Infinity War came out. When something cool like that happens and it winds up being a deleted scene, sometimes Marvel will try to use that idea in a new movie and they don't want to spoil that. Like we have Doctor Strange 2 Multiverse of Madness coming up. Kevin Feige revealed that we'd see alternate versions of main MCU heroes. It would be really cool if they tried to include that Iron Mage twist during Doctor Strange 2. There's even a whole Marvel What If comic book based on that concept. What if Iron Man became Sorcerer Supreme? It doesn't end well for him in that story, but he winds up weaving together a lot of tech and magic to create this cool magical armor with a lot of spells auto-programmed into it to go fight big demons. And if you're not a big comic book reader, that is exactly what Doctor Doom does. He's a man of science, just like Iron Man, but also a man of magic, just like Doctor Strange. He's like an evil version of Iron Man who's also a really powerful magic user. So that is why I'm really excited for MCU Doctor Doom. But number one, all the big Comic-Con and Marvel Phase 4 schedule changes that they just announced. So next week is Comic-Con, but Marvel Studios is supposedly skipping it and they're going to do their own thing later this year. It's not that big of a deal though. They'll start releasing trailers and everything later this summer and the fall. The next big schedule change though is for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Marvel just confirmed that it's been delayed a little while. Now it's coming out sometime in the fall. The fall season starts in September, so that means that's the earliest that Falcon and Winter Soldier could start. Reportedly, Marvel is going to confirm all that schedule stuff pretty soon, so don't worry too much about that. Black Widow has not changed yet though. It's still supposed to come out in November, but 
New Mutants is actually supposed to come out in August, they might change that to a video on demand release. They're doing a Comic-Con panel next week for that movie, so if they announce anything, of course I'll do a video for it. But everyone, let me know in the comments, how do you want them to bring Iron Man back in Marvel Phase 4 without having to bring him back to life? Congratulations, Matthew Smith, you're the giveaway winner from my last big Marvel video. Please email me on the about page of my channel so I can get your contact details. Everyone click here for that really cool video of Superman Henry Cavill building himself a superhero gaming PC for the first time. And click here to learn how Marvel is supposedly bringing Thanos back in future Marvel movies. Thank you so much for watching. Everyone stay safe. I'll see you guys tonight. Let's move into main topic number three. And our third main topic today gets submitted to us by Daniel Kaufman Haygood. And Daniel Kaufman Haygood writes, Hey John, the Disney Plus August release dates have dropped and it looks like what we all knew has been confirmed. Falcon and Winter Soldier is not on the list of August releases. According to earlier reports, they only had six days left to film. Actually, what I heard was nine days. I heard they still had nine shooting days they needed to complete. Not many. The finish line was in sight. But anyway, uh, left to complete filming before they were shut down due to COVID. How much longer do you think it will take for the show to finally complete filming and be edited and released? All right. Thanks a lot for sending that in, man. And yes... We have been talking about this on the show a little bit is uh, the Disney Plus stuff, particularly when it comes to Marvel. And the questions come up lately, you know, what's going to happen with Falcon and Winter Soldier? They weren't able to complete filming. Have they been able to sneak into some sound stages in different countries that have opened back up and finish it? Will it still hit its August release date? Will they maybe release the first half of the series? You know, maybe release the first half in August then get back and finish shooting and then maybe release the second half in October or November or something like that. There have been a lot of different theories, but it now does seem like it is now official. The release schedule of all the new stuff coming out on Disney Plus in August has come out and noticeable by its absence is, of course, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, this is we got Disney via the decider revealed the full slate of movies and TV shows and documentaries that will be released on Disney Plus in August. But the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was not included. Disney and Marvel have yet to announce a specific release date for the first episode of the series. However, it was previously confirmed by CEO Bob Iger that it would arrive in August. Obviously, that's not true anymore. With this delay, it remains unclear when the Falcon and Winter Soldier will arrive. All right. One of the first things I should probably point out here is that the big kind of wish that a lot of fans are putting out there understandably so is well damn it just release the first half of the series then you know release the first four episodes and then finish shooting later on then put it up here's the potential problem with that logic though falcon and winter soldier much like lucifer which is now on netflix and much like a lot of other streaming shows are not traditional TV programs where traditionally like a law and order with 21 episodes in a season, they, as the first episodes of a season come out, they're still working on the other episodes. They work at like six or seven weeks ahead, right? So they're still shooting as it's going on. They shoot one episode at a time. They shoot one episode, finish that episode, done 
send it over to post-production, and then the crew and cast move on to start making the next episode. That is not necessarily how these streaming shows get made. You know, sometimes these episodes, they're shot like a movie where, okay, we're going to shoot scene 43 on day one. On day one, we shoot, we shoot scene 43. Then on day two, we're going to shoot scenes 18 and 21. Then on day three, we're going to shoot scenes one and nine. You know, they, they often will shoot out of order depending on what the schedule is. So while there is this theory about why not just release the first few episodes, it is possible and I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying it's possible we need to keep in mind, since they're shooting this thing like a movie, that the first few episodes may not be complete. Some of those days of shooting may very well have to do with that. But the other kind of theory, Rob, here, and the other potential problem uh, that we see here with something like this is maybe one of the issues for the delay isn't just that they can't get the nine days of shooting done. We've speculated about this before. How interconnected is Falcon and Winter Soldier with the other stuff going on in the MCU? Like Ant-Man, you could have watched Ant-Man at almost any time, right? But how connected will this be? Because if it's directly connected one way or the other with a story point or a narrative thread that is supposed to go right into Black Widow or something like that, you know, then they're in a position where, well, we can't release this show until Black Widow. I mean, again, I don't know that. That's just a piece of speculation. Rob, you've seen that Falcon and Winter Soldier is not listed in the August releases. What do you think might be holding it up? And when do you think we might actually end up seeing this thing? Well, the, my first inclination would be to say that it's a production issue, that it just isn't finished yet because of what happened. I mean, four months of post-production time is a lot. Maybe they just couldn't get it done in time. But knowing the MCU, I could see it having something to do with – I mean Falcon and Winter Soldier and Black Widow would seem to be the closest in terms of maybe one narrative thread that's left dangling in Black Widow was supposed to be picked up by Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean I think that's a, on your part a, a very, very uh, astute speculation. And maybe something in Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to lead into the Eternals. And mm. – and, and then, you know, we – who knows? Um, it's – it's it, it makes sense to me because uh, the with globetrotting uh, spy thriller superheroics and you've got the Eternals who are probably spread out over the globe or and Black Widow probably spread out all over, you know. I know a lot of it takes place, I guess, in Russia. But I, I, I it's all interconnected and I think you're absolutely right. I think one, it probably isn't quite done yet. But two, you know, these things have to play out properly. And they rescheduled Black Widow into what, October? Or November. I can't remember. November. And then they would drop Falcon and Winter Soldier after that. I think we have to assume that the entire MCU has been pushed back further. They don't have to announce that yet, but I would just assume that's the case. But I do find it curious that no one said anything about this. Do you think that, you know, with uh, we just talked about the new mutants teaser. This is going to be a panel at the virtual, the at home comic con that's coming up and everything. Do you think Disney and Marvel may reveal what their new plans are with, with an entire shift of programming, or do you think they'll just kind of leave that still unspoken at this point? No, I think they're going to, they're going to have to come out and say, I, I look, I think people are scrambling. Hollywood has never been put in this situation ever. 
And, and I think people don't understand the economics. They don't understand the ramifications. I think everybody's trying to figure out what does this mean for all of us going forward? And I, I believe that it's, it's not negligence. People just don't know. You know, they're wandering around going, what the hell do we do, man? Like, I, I don't know. And I'm sure Disney, I mean, Marvel has been such a well-oiled, think about it, man. They were delivering two and three movies a year. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Now they have these incredible, <laughs> these huge plans to, we're, we're going to go into a streaming service. I mean, Disney Plus, you think Disney Plus is not how, I'm sure the powers that be, I'm sure Bob Iger's like, damn it, you know, we pushed this out with our new programming as far as we could go. Mandalorian's a hit. Now we did our Mandalorian gallery show. I mean, we can only milk the Mandalorian so much. We needed Falcon and Winter Soldier to drop on Disney Plus to give us another big boost because who didn't want to watch that, especially after having Black Widow come out. But now, I mean, the ramifications of all of this are, are, are so wide-reaching and the ripples. If you if you think of Hollywood or Disney as a pond and the fact that they can't the, the not, if the not releasing something is the rock that goes into the pond to ripple out, it's affecting every part of Disney's business from from theme parks to Disney Plus to movie theaters, because, you know, all of this stuff gets promoted across platforms. And and if you don't have it out there, I mean, even toys, they always make Marvel toys. What are the Black Widow toys out? I don't even know. But oh, my God. I mean, I wanted to know. What is the what is the hot toys figures look like for for Black Widow? We don't know because they can't release them yet. Uh, and and uh, what a mess. Yeah. The, the other thing to keep in you kind of touched on it there for a second is that Disney Plus has got to start putting out more marquee stuff because yeah. I was reading this report that while the subscription rate for Disney Plus has been on a more rapid pace than they initially thought, partially because of COVID and everybody stuck at home. What people aren't talking about is that the drop-off rate has been higher than they ever thought it would be. So yes, you're getting all these people, much more people signing up for Disney Plus right now than they originally thought at this point, but they're also having a higher number of people canceling the service than they thought they would be. Now, for them, the good news is that the rate of new subscriptions is outpacing the rate of their drop-off, but it is a much higher drop-off number. And dude, listen, I love Disney's content. I'm considering canceling Disney Plus. It's like, I can only watch Mandalorian so many times. I can only right. watch, you know? So I don't know. So that's another thing they got to take into consideration. The question here, guys, is for you. What do you think about this push of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Do you think it has more to do with not being able to finish the shooting? Do you think it has more to do with the overall scheduling of the rest of the MCU? When do you think we might see this thing finally hit the air? I actually made that the topic of today's question of the day. I wanted to ask you guys, so just before the show started, I jumped on Facebook, and of course our polls are on, uh, or I, I should say my YouTube channel. The polls are on my YouTube channel under the community tab, and I asked you guys just before the show started, Falcon and Winter Soldier will not release in August as originally planned. Do you think the show will hit Disney Plus before the end of 2020? So not just September, October, will even by November, will we see it even before the end of 2020? And right now, a, a little over 2,500 of you guys have already voted only 43% of you guys are saying, yes, you think Falcon and Winter Soldier will actually come out in 2020. As of right now, 57% of you guys are saying, no, it will not come out until 2021. 
I thought we would see a little bit of an advantage for the yeses, but you guys are saying 43%. Yes, it'll come out 57%. No, it will not come out. I'm going to leave that up on the community tab. Guys, make sure if you want to see that community tab, make sure you guys go over to my YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. You're on my YouTube channel right now. Take a second, click the subscribe button, and then keep up to date with all that stuff. So we're going to leave that up there. But in the meantime, guys, what do you guys think? Jump down into the comment section below and let me know your thoughts. All right. Let's move into main topic number three. And our third main topic today gets submitted to us by Daniel Kaufman Haygood. And Daniel Kaufman Haygood writes, Hey, John, the Disney Plus August release dates have dropped, and it looks like what we all knew has been confirmed. Falcon and Winter Soldier is not on the list of August releases. According to earlier reports, they only had six days left to film. Actually, what I heard was nine days. I heard they still had nine shooting days they needed to complete. Not many. The finish line was in sight. But anyway, uh, left to complete filming before they were shut down due to COVID. How much longer do you think it will take for the show to finally complete filming and be edited and released? All right. Thanks a lot for sending that in, man. And yes... We have been talking about this on the show a little bit is uh, the Disney Plus stuff, particularly when it comes to Marvel. And the questions come up lately, you know, what's going to happen with Falcon and Winter Soldier? They weren't able to complete filming. Have they been able to sneak into some sound stages in different countries that have opened back up and finish it? Will it still hit its August release date? Will they maybe release the first half of the series? You know, maybe release the first half in August then get back and finish shooting, and then maybe release the second half in October or November or something like that. There have been a lot of different theories, but it now does seem like it is now official. The release schedule of all the new stuff coming out on Disney Plus in August has come out, and noticeable by its absence is, of course, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, this is we got Disney via The Decider revealed the full slate of movies and TV shows and documentaries that will be released on Disney Plus in August but the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was not included. Disney and Marvel have yet to announce a specific release date for the first episode of the series. However, it was previously confirmed by CEO Bob Iger that it would arrive in August. Obviously, that's not true anymore. With this delay, it remains unclear when the Falcon and Winter Soldier will arrive. All right. One of the first things I should probably point out here is that the big kind of wish that a lot of fans are putting out there understandably so is well damn it just release the first half of the series then you know release the first four episodes and then finish shooting later on then put it up here's the potential problem with that logic though falcon and winter soldier much like lucifer which is now on netflix and much like a lot of other streaming shows are not traditional TV programs where traditionally like a law and order with 21 episodes in a season, they, as the first episodes of a season come out, they're still working on the other episodes. They work at like six or seven weeks ahead, right? So they're still shooting as it's going on. They shoot one episode at a time. They shoot one episode, finish that episode, done, send it over to post-production and then the crew and cast move on to start making the next episode. That is not necessarily how these streaming shows get made. You know, sometimes these episodes, they're shot like a movie where, okay, we're going to shoot scene 43 on day one. On day one, we shoot, we shoot scene 43. Then on day two, we're going to shoot scenes 18 and 21. 
Then on day three, we're going to shoot scenes one and nine. You know, they, they often will shoot out of order depending on what the schedule is. So while there is this theory about why not just release the first few episodes, it is possible. And I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying it's possible. We need to keep in mind since they're shooting this thing like a movie that the first few episodes may not be complete. Some of those days of shooting may very well have to do with that. But the other kind of theory, Rob, here, and the other potential problem uh, that we see here with something like this is maybe one of the issues for the delay isn't just that they can't get the nine days of shooting done. We've speculated about this before. How interconnected is Falcon and Winter Soldier with the other stuff going on in the MCU? Like Ant-Man, you could have watched Ant-Man at almost any time, right? But how connected will this be? Because if it's directly connected one way or the other with a story point or a narrative thread that is supposed to go right into Black Widow or something like that, you know, then they're in a position where, well, we can't release this show until Black Widow. I mean, again, I don't know that. That's just a piece of speculation. Rob, you've seen that Falcon and Winter Soldier is not listed in the August releases. What do you think might be holding it up, and when do you think we might actually end up seeing this thing? Well, the, my first inclination would be to say that it's a production issue, that it just isn't finished yet because of what happened. I mean, four months of post-production time is a lot. Maybe they just couldn't get it done in time. But knowing the MCU, I could see it having something to do with, I mean, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Black Widow would seem to be the closest in terms of Maybe one narrative thread that's left dangling in Black Widow was supposed to be picked up by Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, I think that's, a, on your part, a, a very, very uh, astute speculation. And maybe something in Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to lead into the Eternals. And mm. and and then, you know, we who knows? Um, it's it's it, it makes sense to me because uh, the with globetrotting – uh, spy thriller superheroics, and you've got the Eternals who are probably spread out over the globe, or and Black Widow probably spread out all over. You know, I know a lot of it takes place, I guess, in Russia, but I, I, I it's all interconnected, and I think you're absolutely right. I think one, it probably isn't quite done yet, but two, you know, these things have to play out properly, and they rescheduled Black Widow into what October. Or November, I can't remember. November, and then they would drop Falcon and Winter Soldier after that. I think we have to assume that the entire MCU has been pushed back further. They don't have to announce that yet, but I would just assume that's the case. But I do find it curious that no one said anything about this. Do you think that, you know, with uh, we just talked about the New Mutants teaser, there's going to be a panel at the virtual, the at-home Comic-Con that's coming up and everything. Do you think Disney and Marvel may reveal what their new plans are with with an entire shift of programming or do you think they'll just kind of leave that still unspoken at this point no i think they're gonna they're gonna have to come out and say i, I look i think people are scrambling hollywood has never been put in this situation ever and and i think people don't understand the economics they don't understand the ramifications i think everybody's trying to figure out what does this mean for all of us going forward and I believe that it's it's not negligence. People just don't know. 
You know, they're wandering around going, what the hell do we do, man? Like, I, I don't know. And I'm sure Disney, I mean, Marvel has been such a well-oiled, think about it, man. They were delivering two and three movies a year. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Now they have these incredible, <laughs> these huge plans to, we're, we're going to go into a streaming service. I mean, Disney Plus, you think Disney Plus is not how, I'm sure the powers that be, I'm sure Bob Iger's like, damn it, you know, we pushed this out with our new programming as far as we could go. Mandalorian's a hit. Now we did our Mandalorian gallery show. I mean, we can only milk the Mandalorian so much. We needed Falcon and Winter Soldier to drop on Disney Plus to give us another big boost because who didn't want to watch that, especially after having Black Widow come out. But now, I mean, the ramifications of all of this are, are, are so wide-reaching and the ripples. If you, if you think of Hollywood or Disney as a pond – and the fact that they can't the, – the if the not releasing something is the rock that goes into the pond to ripple out, it's affecting every part of Disney's business from, from theme parks to Disney Plus to movie theaters because, you know, all of this stuff gets promoted across platforms. And, and if you don't have it out there – I mean – even toys, they always make Marvel toys. What Are the Black Widow toys out? I don't even know. But, oh, my God. I mean, I wanted to know what does the what does the Hot Toys figures look like for, for Black Widow? We don't know because they can't release them yet. Uh, and and uh, what a mess. The, the other thing to keep in, you kind of touched on it there for a second, is that Disney Plus has got to start putting out more marquee stuff because yeah. I was reading this report that while the subscription rate for Disney Plus has been on a more rapid pace than they initially thought, partially because of COVID and everybody stuck at home, what people aren't talking about is that the drop-off rate has been higher than they ever thought it would be. So yes, you're getting all these people, much more people signing up for Disney Plus right now than they originally thought at this point. But they're also having a higher number of people canceling the service than they thought they would be. Now, for them, the good news is that the rate of new subscriptions is outpacing the rate of their drop-off. But it is a much higher drop-off number. And, dude, listen, I love Disney's content. I'm considering canceling Disney+. Plus. It's like I can only watch Mandalorian so many times. I can only right. watch, you know. So, I don't know. So, that's another thing they got to take into consideration. The question here, guys, is for you. What do you think about this push of Falcon and Winter Soldier? Do you think it has more to do with not being able to finish the shooting? Do you think it has more to do with the overall scheduling of the rest of the MCU? When do you think we might see this thing finally hit the air? I actually made that the topic of today's question of the day. I wanted to ask you guys. So just before the show started, I jumped on Facebook. And of course, our polls are on, uh, or I should say my YouTube channel. The polls are on my YouTube channel under the community tab. And I asked you guys just before the show started, Falcon and Winter Soldier will not release in August as originally planned. Do you think the show will hit Disney Plus before the end of 2020? So not just September, October, will even by November, will we see it even before the end of 2020? And right now, a little over 2,500 of you guys have already voted only 43% of you guys are saying, yes, you think Falcon and Winter Soldier will actually come out in 2020. As of right now, 57% of you guys are saying, no, it will not come out until 2021. I thought we would see a little bit of an advantage for the yeses, but you guys are saying 43%. Yes, it'll come out 57%. No, it will not come out. I'm going to leave that up on the community tab. Guys, make sure if you want to see that community tab. 
Make sure you guys go over to my YouTube channel and hit the subscribe button. You're on my YouTube channel right now. Take a second, click the subscribe button, and then keep up to date with all that stuff. So we're going to leave that up there. But in the meantime, guys, what do you guys think? Jump down into the comment section below and let me know your thoughts. All right.